Have you wondered after being with a narcissist, are you a narcissist? Are there different things that you're like, I didn't have in my life before. Maybe I've turned into a toxic individual. Maybe I've become a narcissist because I was with another narcissist. I want to talk to you today about narcissistic fleas. Some of the traits, some of the things that happen and just unpacking like how you get them when you're with a narcissist and what to do about them. Narcissistic fleas is an aspect of when you get different traits, when you get different behaviors, when you start exemplifying different things in your life that's not normal, that's not how you've shown up, that's not how you've normally been, but because you've been in this toxic relationship, it's produced this in your life, or sometimes it's been a way of helping you cope. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I break people free from the obsessive rumination, thinking over a toxic person, whether you're in or whether you're out of a relationship. Helping people actually rewire the story that they believe to find freedom from that toxic person instead of being stuck mentally and emotionally. If I can help you today, please go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to interact with you or start you on one of our challenges that will help you break free. We have many people that have already broken free and hundreds that have taken the clarity challenge to find their own clarity and freedom inside and out of the relationship. So check that out, rawmotivations.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when you're with a narcissist, sometimes you will pick up different things just by rubbing shoulders with a toxic person. Now, narcissistic fleas can be a couple different things, but oftentimes we refer to it as being the negative traits or behaviors that you start to have because of the narcissistic relationships that you've been in. Maybe you've adopted this just by having prolonged exposure to narcissistic abuse. This could be from early childhood of having a narcissistic parent. This could be in multiple relationships. This could be in one relationship that has lasted a long period of time. But over a period of time, you start to develop different actions, attributes, behaviors that you're like, this isn't me. This isn't who I want to be. This isn't normal. And you start to see that you have stuff that makes you wonder if you're a toxic person or makes you think, I guess I'm toxic now as well. It's important for you to understand and recognize the traits that you have to start addressing them effectively. Think about it this way. Like after being with a narcissistic partner who's constantly belittled your opinions and putting yourself down, you might start to become overly critical of yourself and even others because it's something you're used to. Like it becomes status quo. Like you see a lot of times when people have been in toxic households and they start to move out into the healthy aspect or in a healthy household or a healthy relationship, they carry on some of those traits with them because it's just what they're used to. Like it's the norm. And so when you're with a toxic person and he's been belittling and you cutting you down and cutting other people down, you might go into another relationship and sometimes see that come out in your life where you're belittling or cutting other people down. You're like, where did this even come from? I didn't used to be this way. It is because of the exposure of being with a toxic person for such a long period of time. You might be at a place where you're like, I don't even want this. Like, I don't even want to act like this, but it just seems like it's coming about almost innate. 
Oftentimes it's because of the habits, because of the things that have been forced upon you inside the toxic relationship. So a couple of things that are common, common traits that are acquired inside narcissistic relationships. You, you might pick up several traits, typically like typical ones are going to be like self-doubt, defensiveness, or difficulty trusting others. Okay. Self-doubt about who you are, self-doubt about what's going on and take that into the next relationship. And you have doubt about yourself. You have doubt about other people. And it produces this piece of it really being hard to trust other people. Like you see this inside the toxic relationship, you're like, I can't trust him at all because I don't know how he's going to respond when he walks in the door at night. I don't know if he's going to be nice, if he's going to be mean, like what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to get accused of or blamed for that I didn't even do. And so you step into the next relationship and it might actually be a healthy one, but you can't trust. And the reason why you can't trust is because some of that healing hasn't happened for you to actually even trust yourself. So you're like, can't trust and you even break apart a healthy relationship because of the previous relationship and the things that you carried in to the next one. There might actually be this place of defensiveness where you had to put up a defense so much in the toxic relationship that the next person is saying something and he, he doesn't even mean it in a negative way, but you're like, whoa, and you take it really defensive because part of it again is going back to the healing. Part of it is going back to the place of like, hey, you need to actually work on the things that are triggering you because otherwise you won't be ready for a healthy relationship. Now, think of it too. Those are some of the typical ones, but think of it too. Sometimes you have traits that come up just by trying to survive in the toxic relationship. You might have different things that you've hidden from your partner because you know how abusive he'll be when he finds out. You know how explosive something will happen when he communicates or when he sees what you've been doing or what you did or decision or friends you hang out with, whatever it might be. So there could be this piece of like secrecy that you've been having going on to the place of like you've been lying to the toxic person. Now, we know that lying shouldn't happen in a relationship, but sometimes you have this happen when you're with a toxic individual just to survive, just to not get more emotionally, mentally or physically abused. This might be something that you take into the next relationship and you start to develop different pieces where you're lying to the next person. You might be like, why am I even doing this? This isn't me. Part of it goes back again to the healing, to the stuff that you need to work on to be able to help transition you out of the lies that you had to tell the other person to just survive. But we'll see that happen as well. Okay, think of it this way, that you've been in a relationship with a guy who has been constantly lying to you. So you move into the next relationship and it's very difficult for you to even trust the new partner. Even when there's no reason to doubt, like there's no reason that you've even seen in the relationship. You're like, just logically, I know there's no bad thing there, but it feels almost impossible to be able to trust again. Part of that is still going back and being like, okay, I need to be able to see what's actually real. I need to be able to deal with the facts. I need to be able to work on my mindset because otherwise I'll continue to sabotage things that are even good after the relationship, after the toxic relationship because of everything that happened. So if you're feeling like you're getting to the place where you have narcissistic fleas, like you, you have different behaviors, traits, actions, responses that you didn't used to have before, that you have now coming out of a toxic relationship, seek help. Like we want to be able to help you actually work through these so that they don't debilitate you to the next relationship. They don't hold you back. They don't push you down. They don't make you sedate your own life. And you're able to actually move forward and find healthy relationships. 
And so it's really essential to be able to recognize and actively address these traits so you can actually regain who you actually are. You can actually become authentic with you. And when doing this, it takes time. It's not something you just you know click your fingers and all of a sudden you're all better, you're all fixed. But it takes time actually working through the thought process of what is going on when you're getting emotionally triggered. Now, what do I mean by that? Emotionally triggered a lot of times is anything and everything in your life that can cause an emotional reaction or that can cause you to say spiral out or have you go to a place where you're not trusting or have you go to a place where you're frustrated, where you're confused, where all of a sudden life just changes in a brief moment. Now, this could be as simple as like seeing the narcissist's car driving by. This could be as simple as having someone say a phrase that he used to always say and it triggers you. It puts you back into this fight, flight, freeze, fawn mode. It puts you back into this like stress mode. And so when we have these triggers that come into your life, it's essential to be able to understand what are the emotions that are happening? What are the feelings that are actually going on when this trigger happens? And what's the story that you're telling yourself? It could be like, I'm not good enough. It could be like, wait a second, I still want him. It could be like, there's so many different, different stories that people come up with. But there's going to be a story that's going to be in your head that you're going to be thinking and being like, oh my gosh, maybe this, maybe this. And so this is essential to help break down what are the actual facts of the situation? What's actually real? What's actually false? So when we start looking that we can start to see sometimes your reaction, your responses, and the negative traits or behaviors that all of a sudden come out are because of a story that you're telling yourself to try to get away from him, to try to protect yourself, to try to run away, or to try just to make sense of it in your own head. So the reason why I say this is because it's important to be able to walk through a process each and every time to help you work through the triggers. This is what we focus on inside the Clarity Challenge, dealing with the mental and emotional triggers that sideline you and push you to the side of actually having a healthy relationship. So you might need to start practicing mindfulness. Start doing self-reflection to manage your reactions, to deal with the situations that trigger defensiveness in you when you don't need to be defensive anymore, or that trigger this piece of lying when you don't need to lie anymore. Like whatever it might be, it's saying, hey, we need to focus on these behaviors to help you transition out of them. How I do that the most is inside the Clarity Challenge. You can go to rawmotivations.com. You can click on the Clarity Challenge there to be able to start you moving forward in your healing process. Think of it this way. You can be in the toxic relationship or you can be out of the toxic relationship. If you don't have a good system or a good process of dealing with those triggers every single time they come up, you will continue to be controlled by them. You will continue to spiral out. You will continue to have your day turn completely unproductive to fall into depression when you're unable to actually deal with the triggers. If you're able to deal with the triggers, those apply not just to the narcissist, but to every aspect of life. When someone cuts you off in the car and you get frustrated, when you're late for work, when you're frustrated at a colleague, when your family does something that like insults you, like all those are different types of triggers that you can actually work through and have a healthy way for you to be in control of them, not them be in control of you. If you want to know more about this, go to rawmotivations.com, click on the Clarity Challenge. We'd love to have you watch some of the videos from survivors and from graduates of the Clarity Challenge that have moved forward into their healing, growth, and development. So check that out at rawmotivations.com.